have you ever wondered why an architect's design process takes quite some time to get done and it's never really to be rushed if you are someone who wants to uh, you know use the services of an architect i think you should have it in mind that in order to get to the construction stage there there is a step-by-step -step process that you should take before you get there and today or this week i would like to talk a bit about that process that the process that the architect has to take you through your design in order to get to um, the building of your project this is the paradigm shift to bring a change to the thinking of architecture i am zimu this is architectural revolution all right so the architect design process normally the process varies in number in some countries or in some instances it can be seven some instances it can be five and i think in ghana it's three i don't know what's with the odd numbers but it seems to be following that trend i'm probably sure it won't be nine but they generally talk about the same thing so i think i'm going to merge them to make it a bit simpler um, for you to understand i won't go deep into each process but i will talk about a little bit of um, the process a little bit of each step of the process okay so um basically the process begins with uh, one a pre-design phase um, continues with a schematic design phase then a design development phase then we move on to uh, the production drawing phase or what you call construction documents phase or uh, you know the working drawings phase right so whichever one you're familiar with it's all in the same area and then we go to uh, the bidding phase now the bidding phase normally can either go with the working drawing phase but it's normally after it it can it can be you know one as one with the uh, the working drawing phase or with the contract administration phase so it will start before that phase and we'll go into why it would seem so so now to talk briefly about each of them um let's start with the pre-design phase okay so the pre-design starts the pre-design phase starts before a building it's it's, it's even designed and um, this is where the the architect you know would learn about um some information from the client from you uh, if possible now this information is crucial and you'd have to provide it some would include you know the, your plot of land location of um, the your desired project the size of the land if and maybe if there are any existing structures on it 
so that will determine if you want a renovation or you want to totally demolish it and then start everything new then with some of this information we then move to providing um various analysis okay on the site or on the on the land so we do site analysis and then also sometimes zoning analysis of the community and then a bit of feasibility studies if required and so feasibility studies would uh, encompass knowing certain things around making sure that the project you want to do it's uh, let me just use the word is feasible it can work on it it can um it doesn't obstruct um the flow of the community um it wouldn't basically it's all about it being able to work in that situation on that on that piece of land and and and, and cater to the needs that you want okay um visibility studies don't always happen sometimes during um housing builds um, and stuff like that but it could it normally could happen for larger projects um apartment designs office buildings uh, factories industries and all that and uh, so with that the architects can determine you know the scope of the project based on what the client wants and its use now its use would factor in um, the building program so with the project you have what can be done within it yes you provide some information of what you want it to be done what you want or what you think would happen in it but then in this phase the actors would provide you with more of other uses that can occur within it and so yes other uses that can occur within it now i can say within this pre-design phase sometimes just to add a little bit of information it can some information can be taken you know before fees are discussed and all that sometimes depending on you know the architect they can take all this information and start um designing without collecting fees but you know that most won't most won't do that most will even start you know um feasibility studies or an analysis of the site and even before we before architects and architectural designers even move to a site there there is an amount you know there's an amount of uh, money that's collected to go there because it's part of the job it's part of the breakdown of services we provide without the analysis um we wouldn't know what is possible the site what <clears throat> sorry what design can be done and to give you what you um you want so i think you should bear that in mind but it's not part of the this week's um uh, discussion or uh, information so let me move on to the second phase which is the schematic design phase now this this is mostly developing your desires the desires of the clients into a design concept and you know it's mostly communicated with sketches drawings 3d renderings or 3d visualizations and sometimes conceptual site plans and floor plans now i think here i can just add a bit that the site plans are different from the floor plans floor plans specifically are the plans of the building just the building the site plan 
would would can include you know the building it can also be an arsenal of the building with the site the details of the site the surroundings and not also not only of just the site but what is around the site as well okay so having these conceptual site plans help the architects to to uh, to, uh, to do a design which is as i said feasible so with you know with these conceptual site plans is developed from the site analysis and the zoning analysis of the of the community of the society in which the site is located that informs um, the conceptual design of the site and also and um, the design the conceptual design of the building now uh, the idea can only be developed based on all the information that is attained from the pre-design phase so if you have any information it's best not to hide it from your architects for a different um until you think you are ready to divulge that information or until the architect poses that question to you and then we have to start all over again that kind that sort of way doesn't help the architect and will definitely not help you because in that situation if it comes to the fact that you have to start all over some architects may decide to charge you for that for um, you know for starting the work again because you you decided to keep some information mostly people would forget that's that's always happens you know it's it's, it's basic human error to do that but i'm just i just think you should know beforehand that it's kind of care in this manner you might forget that it's, it's okay but we should try and gather all information if you are prepared to move or go and see an architect at least prepare beforehand so that you know um you know what what you need from architect and the architect will know what he needs from you to be able to do what uh, what you want and uh, yes to be able to do what you want and uh, in the future and all that so that's it for the second phase we move on to the third phase the design development phase now um uh, i can say in in this country I, I don't, it's not really included in ghana i mean it's not really included as part of our faces it's sort of combined with the schematic design phase I, I, I should have mentioned that before it sort of fused with it but i think it's good here that i break this one apart and then talk a bit about it because in 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 certain situations it might be overlooked and not you know and not gone into detail when it comes to the processes of um, uh, the architect designing so the design development it's where major of i would say major of the design continues even though the idea part the schematic part is you know where we lay down all the ideas all the plans what will work what won't work for you the client and then you know we 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 bring out a lot of options for you so now this design development we go into detail of the specifics of the established and agreed upon schematic design you know so here uh, we we select materials 
with the client's interior and exterior finishes of the building. You want wood, uh, wooden wall panels for the interior. You decide that now you want a, a metal stud wall or a lightweight wall, a plasterboard wall. You decide that now. You want concrete finish on the exterior. This is where we go into it. You want a ramped earth wall finish. This is it. Brick wall, fantastic. Um, you want an invisible wall or a glass wall. This is where we decide on the specific of it. Because in the schematic, we will just show you this is going to be a wall. Here is not going to be a wall. It's going to be a door here. It's, you know, it's all sketches and, and little, little drawings and all that stuff. But here, we detail out everything for you. Not for the construction, but for you. So that we, you know what is going to be here and what is not going to be there in your project. Now, I think this part, the design development, it's, it's important because if we do not go through this aspect and then we move on to the next phase, which is the construction drawings or the working drawing stage, and you realize you do not want this because maybe in the drawing, in this working drawing stage, We've communicated to you that this is what the finishes or this one will look like and you don't like it and then we have to now go back to the schematic design phase or the sketch design phase and that should that always puts a strain on the architect and you as well because then the architect he or she whoever it may be whomever it may be would start to feel a certain way towards you because you're not able to make certain decisions and confirm so that's why if you do those you know going through the stages time needs to be given to you to make sure you you, uh, you make your decisions and then we don't we don't go back so that's why i said the process will take long and you shouldn't rush the architect you shouldn't know no you shouldn't rush the architect you shouldn't rush the process yes um, some there are architects who can work quite really fast for you if you so desire but you should know that the process takes time and shouldn't be rushed. Okay. Yes, yeah, so the so to continue with the design development phase. Um appliances, you know, we do some uh, we decide on doors, we decide on windows, we decide on lights. Decide on asset appliances already. So, so we decide on appliances, you know, such as fans. Are you using fans in this room? Are you using, are you going to be using air conditioning? No, or you don't want fans or air conditioning. You just want natural ventilation. Now we're going to do maybe large windows, whether louvers or um, you know, a sliding glass system or a casement um, window type. Which you know, the actors will show you how each and every one will look like. Um, uh, is it from probably from this brand this way we're, we're going to get it and a whole lot more so you see this stage i think is important because this is where we make all those crucial decisions now we know that some of these things we can't just say it to you and then you know you'd understand them or know what you're talking about so this is where certain you know renderings are also provided um on the final outlook when all those decisions are made 
how it's possibly going to look like. No, it cannot always be how it's exactly going to look like. That depends on how it is, but how it's possibly going to look like. So renderings depend on how much renderings you decided on with architects would determine that. Then during this stage, the architect is then joined. So this is where we should invite structural engineers, mechanical engineers, electrical to ensure that all decisions made on details of the project would work after construction or you know during the construction phase. The lighting, the ventilation, the structure of the building. If we do not invite these people, now you may decide as a client to sit in um, with the consultants and the architects and see how everything works. But this is where the architect does it for you. He does it on your behalf and make sure that everything you want works structurally, mechanically, and, you know, should I say electrically? It's not even a word. I don't know. But I'll check. You should also check. Then, so with, with that, um, when we employ the, or get the services of, our engineers and consultants. This is where we don't go back to change things in the schematic design stage or in our initial design stage, because then they are doing the drawings and they realize that this might not work. When we invite them and sit down with them with the design, then everything would will know what may not work and what can surely work in the design. Okay, and so it presents the opportunity to know what works, you know, and the cost, especially the cost involved, and it's a wood and must be handled with care and respect some form of respect as this it paints a clear picture of you know the overall cost of the building okay so we move on to the fourth is it the fourth yes the fourth stage the production drawing stage this will not take time so the production drawings you know are produced these are where the working drawings, the, the drawings, the construction drawings are produced um, in a number of sets and are used for the construction of the building. And before that, to acquire this, you need, you know, so the, the, the drawings help you to acquire permits from the district assembly or council, wherever you are in Ghana, it's district assembly or metropolitan assembly. Mm, in other countries, the, it's the, their council. I think that's the UK. Don't know for the US. I'm sure it's also a form of council or something like that. And so the production drawings, so just to name what they are, they will include architectural drawings. Normally people ask for architectural drawings, I don't think and they might mean um the sketch drawing or the schematic design, which is giving you the idea of what should be there or um, so the design, the, the the normal design, architectural design, which is after the design development phase or after the schematic design phase, depending on the process you are going with. But architectural drawing is the detailed working or production drawings showing what is going to be built. The other drawings include structural drawings from structural engineer, the mechanical drawings from the mechanical engineer, electrical, same from, you know, electrical engineer, um, then plumbing drawings, many others, depending on the specifics of the building, it could include, um, it depend on the, the, yeah, depending on the specifics of the building, that's the size, specificity involved, 
which you know could uh, sustainability elements in it and all that and so these drawings help to acquire the permits from as i said council or district assembly depending on wherever you are and the epa i know in this country we need we need to get a permit from the epa before any construction can begin to know that your building does not impact the environment you should it's prudent that you know this <clears throat> when going to build because it's important if you do not get the permits from the epa on instruction to go ahead and build you cannot start construction yes people do that illegally and stuff i think you should know that it's, it's done all over the world but you this is quite particular because the design can affect the environment and then with climate change and everything you know um the past cop 26 discussions on building sustainably and helping the environment to get back to <clears throat> sorry get back to <clears throat> sorry get back to what it was it is important that you know that you need an epa permit so um after getting your drawings you move to the bidding phase or the negotiation phase so before we start the bidding phase you should always acquire a permit this is from your drawings and before buildings okay so you can do that alongside the construction stage preparing to you know acquire the permits using a complete set of construction drawings to help you know and also help you know the accurate price of your build like this is where you consult a quantity surveyor to do all the calculations for you before you move on to um, um tendering your projects with various um sorry various contractors and so if you have a budget in mind which we talked about last week um so you cons you can also consult a contractor when the design process begins then it can help you set your mind straight on what you can spend or are willing to to spend and the bidding is done between clients that you the client the architects and the contractors the various contractors because they are bidding with their prices and cost of build with their prices and cost of build and then one contractor is selected based on suitability experience and in this country the lowest responsive bid to the mm, the cost of the cost of bid sorry the cost of build that the quantity surveyor that you consulted or hired to calculate how much it costs for your building whether it matches or it's close enough so lowest responsive bid is is not only about the lowest price or the lowest cost of your of the build but the one that is close enough to what we have or you have determined or the, sorry or the what the quantity surveyor that you hired has determined so in i think so in other cases when you consult a design build firm and there are so many in ghana mind you, you can find them um around it would be best if they were online you know updated them so so they can easily find them and know which one is good enough for you and then you know um consult any of them so with a design build firm you totally skip the bidding process we just jump it and then you move on to construction once you've acquired your permit and then the last phase of the design process okay so with a design build firm they take you through the first second third 
uh, fourth faces of the design skip the building because they are a construction firm as well so you don't need to go through this hassle of um choosing a construction firm most people would like to go with the bidding process because then we can know which one would best suit us it cannot only sometimes you cannot only choose or people will not choose and um, depending on the price or the cost of the build that they offer or they can be able to you know um, construct your building but how the how the firm will work how the, the contractor would work understand it's it all depends on you and what you desire for your project and so with the bidding process ended then you move on to the the last phase the contract administration phase or the uh, construction administration phase which is done by the architects um, so in this phase the architect switches to project management and then regularly visits the, your site to ensure the project is done accurately to your design uh, this does not account for a major part of the architect's work but you know the architects would review the contractor's projects and invoices monthly to confirm work completion now what i mean uh, by this it's um, before you get pay the contractor for a certain amount of work architect is there to help you to check whether he's done all these works prescribed because of the process that um the process of the build then if he surely has done it he gives clearance which he presents which the architect presents to you to then say yes he's completed this work so you can pay him this amount it could not only be monthly can be bi uh, bi-weekly so every two weeks yeah he's done he's done this uh, this work as prescribed as stated that he'll do so yeah you can go ahead and pay him all those things apart the con the contract uh, contract administration um it's it's important because the actor acts on your behalf you cannot always be there he also will not always be there but he ensures that the build is going according to his plan according to the plans you and the architect have decided on okay but i would like to like you to take note that it's not all architects get to supervise you know the buildings that they design during construction i think it's a mistake in part but it always depends on the contract between you know you the owner of the building that is in construction and the architect you can decide to stop the process at the bidding phase my opinion i find it unwise because it's the architect's design he knows what's best and he can help you if a problem comes on if you do not go with an architect just i'm just saying just in case that happens and the contractor might not there might be a bit of the drawing that is very well explained and very detailed but the contractor might not be able to understand the desires of the architect at that point so what can happen is he might do something based on his knowledge
he's not wrong but the architect is not there to help him clarify and then that's when he, he you know he may have to go to the architect and that comes with a charge you may not think would come but it, it would come with a charge so going with an architect would help you with all that because you're already paying for those services and make sure you definitely he or she would make sure that it goes according to plan now when you do not hire uh, an architect this is where project manager project managers come into play i'm not conversant with all that goes on with their jobs i cannot say for them but they manage the projects very well i know some do i can't speak for all of them but just in case you should know that sometimes when i it's it's part of this stage of the contract administration phase, yes, some project managers are there because they will rightly be there all the time. So when the actor visits regularly, they can communicate to him, and you see it becomes an organizational chat where architect, project manager, contractor, and all that communicate, make sure that the build is done appropriately. Okay, so I think to this is so this is all for the stages. So to recap. I would say the stages are what six pre-design schematic design design development uh construction drawings or working drawings or production drawings phase the bidding and negotiation phase and then lastly the contract administration phase or the construction administration phase you should know these phases not off head so is uh, this is still always going to be here. you can read more on it um, online and in other articles where different people have their faces um, outlined okay so yeah later on I think I would expand on the faces individually and you know break them down so that we know what each each phase we know each phase in detail and what what you might need and what you might also need from us what we might also need from you what architects sorry what architects can also or would also need from you during that stage okay so we should take note that when consulting an architect in your design it's it's going to be quite a ride it shouldn't be rushed so i would say if you think you want to uh, have or build a project in 2023 just start beforehand okay start in 2022 i'm not saying to take a year it can take way less than that three months six months two months but the process is the process it shouldn't be rushed okay so I think that's all for today. Until next time, this is still the revolution. So until next time, remember that through fire, nature is reborn whole. I'll see you next week or on another day. Depends on you. <laughs>